Welcome to Two Gins In, the podcast for renovators who want to stay in control and not want to screw up on their investment. We're all about keeping your dream alive through careful planning and taking the right action towards the success of your renovation or new build project. We're both qualified interior and building designers that take our craft seriously, but more importantly, not ourselves. Hi, I'm Helen. And I'm Karen, and we're excited to have you join us this Friday afternoon for our Renovators Delight, where we take you behind the scenes of the design and construction world. We'll be chatting with industry experts, sharing your, our own knowledge and experience. We'll set you up with valuable tools and handy tips to relieve your anxiety, reduce the overwhelm, and ultimately help you to make informed decisions throughout the renovation journey. So why two gins in, Karen? Well, Helen, why not? After all, it is Friday afternoon. And what better way to end the work week than with a couple of gins or cocktails to celebrate the week ahead and head into another weekend. Welcome to today's episode of Two Gins in a Designer's Perspective. This week, we're diving into the exciting and often confusing world of home renovation and building. From the very first thought of, hey, let's do this, to planning, construction, adding the final touches, and finally moving into your dream home. There's a hell of a lot to consider and understand, but don't worry, we've got you covered. Today, we're breaking down the five phases of home renovation or new build, and we'll be taking you step-by-step through this process so that you can have a clear understanding of what to expect and how to make your renovation or new build project successful. Get ready to take notes and learn everything there is to know about turning your house into your dream home. Welcome to the Two Gins In, a designer's perspective podcast. I'm Karen and I'm joined by my lovely co-host and business partner, Helen. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Okay, Karen, it's great to be here today, the end of another week. Today, we're going to be talking about the five phases of renovating or building a Mm -hmm. new home. Now, the reason we're talking about that today, Karen, is because we really believe that if our listeners understand what the process is from the very first thought of designing right through to construction and moving into your home. Mm -hmm. If you understand that process, you're less likely to make mistakes and it's less likely to come undone because you'll you'll just get it, I guess, basically. And and you'll have an understanding of what the, the things that you can do that will enable the process to run and flow smoothly because that's where things can come undone yeah agree and it's because it's not just about knocking down walls and picking out paint colors absolutely yeah Yeah. there's a lot of planning and preparation that goes into it and we when we do have our one-on-one clients this is pretty much the process that we walk them through yeah exactly okay so let's take a look at the five phases Mm -hmm. um we've broken it down into five phases um, you, you can break it down into more if you want to, but generally these are the the it's they're nice neat phases that yes. we find really helpful, exactly. and we even base our um our own projects on this yes, because exactly. it's it's easier. There's yeah. Anyway, I'm yes. waffling. <laughs> All right. So what's the first one, Karen? Okay, the first one is what we call the inception phase. Mm-hmm. It's a pre-design preparation phase. What you do in that 
conception phase is you gather your ideas, mm-hmm. some opinions, go out and speak to people if they've done it before, but keep that in line with your main objective. You also gather inspiration, like we use Pinterest and there's lots yeah. of other platforms out there. Put all that together um, in terms of, you know, boards and your ideas, get them down on page, like literally write it down and start creating mood boards, as I just said, that just helps the following phase that obviously there's a flow-on effect. Start here with the ideas, the thoughts, inspiration. Also consider the logistics and the timing of the build ahead Mm -hmm. and also in line with your finance. Get your finance, your budget sorted, put that down, see if that's realistic in terms of what you want to achieve Mm -hmm. before moving on to stage two. So what is stage two? Yep, that's good advice there, Karen. <laughs> so stage two is the conception phase. What we call the conception phase, yes. Uh, where you take your ideas mm-hmm. and you bring it, start to bring it to life with yes. conceptual drawings and I pulling those ideas together and yes. mulling over them, making any tweaks, any modifications at a stage before you go into too much detail with your design. Yeah. Well, this is where you bring in the services. The services, absolutely. So when we say services, we're talking about engaging an architect, Mm -hmm. building designer, an interior designer. Yes. Um, If, you know, there's, you know, depending on your council and what's going on, you might have to bring other consultants in at an early stage, not necessarily an engineer at this stage. That comes later. But it's it's taking the information that we gathered from... (laughs) Phase one, one and yeah. giving that information yeah. to the professional services that yeah. you're going to yeah absolutely yeah so I was going to say something and now it's completely slipped oh, well, to my mind I've spoken <laughs> over the top of you and your thoughts have I thought of track. something when you were talking and I thought oh, <laughs> that's a good but point it's all, but anyway it's also now. the stage that we you should investigate council regulations and requirements if you're working it with is. an architect or building designer they'll hold your hand through that stage you can investigate yourself you can look yeah. up on your council website put in your address and it will spit out and tell you what zones we call them zones here in new south wales and that will give you a guideline That's as to what yeah. what you can and yeah. can't do and i've just thought of oh my um, thoughts come back <laughs> what was that thought <laughs> should, I'll, I'll be quiet <laughs> Okay, well, it's gone again. So now I'm going to talk about the next stage. The documents move on. Okay. God, what is wrong? Oh, there'll be a lot of this throughout the podcast. So stage three is the document phase. So you've engaged those professional services. You've given them your ideas from stage one. Oh, sorry. Can I interrupt? Go ahead. Yes. Thank you. And we'll get on to stage three in a minute. What I was going to say, oh, God, I don't know what's going on. My mind is like a sieve. It's been a big week. What I was going to say and and in that previous conceptual stage yes. is a common question that people ask us, Yes, and it's almost guaranteed if we get a call from somebody that's about to embark on a renovation, the one thing that they always seem to say is, I don't know if you can help me. I don't know know where to start. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I should be calling. Is it the builder? Is it an architect? Do I need an interior designer? Do I call? Do I get an interior designer first? Well, the answer is yes, we can help you. Yes, Yes, you can engage our services right from the start. Mm -hmm. And yes, to builder and yes, to 
architect. But if they follow or these building five design. phases, then they'll they'll have started at the right place. Yes, they yes. will. But the, the point I'm trying to make is if you can pull a team together to collaborate oh, yes, exactly right from the very mm-hmm. beginning. Yes. The more the chance result. that you're going to have a coherent, cohesive, cohesive, um, <laughs> cohesive uh, design. Because yes. on the, the projects that we've worked on where we've had a builder, an architect and ourselves um, visit the client. Together at the beginning. At, at the, the beginning, stage, at, at the stage inception one. stage, it, it gives. It's beneficial when on questions, so many levels. Yeah, when questions come up, the builder is able to answer a question just, yes. and, and you've got to understand this is just by looking at the exactly. property without investing, without it done, having done any investigation. But, you know, you might go, oh, we can add a story or we can do this or we or can you do can't. that. Well, the builder can say, look, yeah, if you do that, it's going to cost maybe you're looking at another, you know, 100K or whatever, or there could be an issue with this. So, so they're kind of looking at the space with um, an overview of what potentially the issues could be and then the design interior designer is looking at it from the interior and a space flow perspective Mm -hmm. so they'll go oh how about we sort of could we move the stairs over there how does that work and point to the builder and then the architect is thinking from a whole perspective so it's not such a bad idea to have all if you can it's look it's not always possible and it's not 100% necessary yes but if you really want to major projects I think it's definitely necessary well, it's a good idea. Exactly. It, it, it is a really good idea. Anyway, I've so got that, that was, off my that chest. Was, that was the thought. So we're Thanks, at folks. <laughs> phase three, which yeah. is the document st- Gosh, documentation phase. So this is where we go into detailed design. Uh, more planning is done. The drawings are developed further. There's elevation sections and plans that you can actually take to a builder and get a quote, not a down to the exact finishes and the exact numbers, but more of a broad budget. Like, what do we call it? We call it like a um, ballpark figure. Yeah, yeah. So you've yeah. got you've got something substantial for a builder to look at. Yeah, yeah. Because if you need to make any changes to your design, yes, because it's way over your budget. Yes. Um, a lot of builders like to call it value engineering. Mm-hmm. So you've got enough. Like Karen said, enough information, plans, elevations and everything that's kind of ready to go to council because you don't need, they're not construction drawings. So no. there's a difference between yes. um, council, like DA or a CDC plan that goes to council to, yes. that, there's enough For information approved. there to allow the council to assess and make sure that you're doing everything and complying with everything mm-hmm. and it's within their guidelines. But then the next step, which will come into the documentation phase is um your CC drawings, your construction certificate drawings once you've got your approval. Mm -hmm. So what Karen is saying, at that stage where you go to put your plans into council, a builder can give you a ballpark figure. Now, it is ballpark. Exactly. And the interior, they're going to probably base on an average type of finishes. Previous projects they've done. Yeah and compare it to others. But that's enough for you to go, wow, that's way over my budget. And or, change that documentation yes. before you lodge. Exactly. Yes. 100%. And we've had clients that have literally completely changed their tact mm-hmm. when they've come to that phase. But what does happen, it's not, it doesn't mean like, oh, you're starting all over again. No. Because you've already gone through 
the whole the previous phases and thinking about what you want how you want to do it what's going to work what's not so when it comes to that that phase if you do have to modify you can make informed decisions because you've already put so much thought into it so you can go yes I can do away with that Mm -hmm. but this is important to me let's leave this yeah an an example of that is we had one project where they were thinking of putting a whole top story on Mm -hmm. went way over budget reassessed and ended up doing a much smaller project and reconfiguring the existing saving them hundreds of thousands of dollars off the budget. So I digress. We can talk about Yeah, and they still ended up with oh, a great design that, that really worked for them. But because we'd taken them through that inception stages and leading up to here, they went back, as you said, and reassessed. So yeah. I digress. Yes. So, so next back month. to the document that we finished that one. <laughs> yeah. Did we talk about finishes? Because I can't remember. Um, no, but, you know, that's part of the documentation phase where, you, you know, you have schedules of finishes that go with, your detailed drawings. Yeah. So, so what what that would do, and this is the part that all our clients, well, not all, but most of our clients on wants to focus this. on is the finishes, <laughs> the materials. We get that. How it's going to look we and all the rest that. of it. So we like to, the, the firstly, you need to plan the space and make sure that the space is functional, works, flows, yes, whatever. It's all about functionality. Then the look. When we're designing <laughs> the interior space, we're, we're also thinking about the finishes and the client obviously has an idea of, what they do the style they want and how they want to go well they should yes because if they don't this is where it can all can come unstuck but in this documentation phase if you want a builder to accurately give you a quote they really need to know what kind of finishes fittings um example design having timber floor or tile floor are you going to have a laminate kitchen are you going to have a polyurethane are you going to have stone just those basics yeah for them to come up with a uh, you know a figure for you yeah needs to so so this is kind of it's a bit like how long is a piece of string they can see the exterior and the materials of that yes and work on that but if they don't know what's going on in the inside they're going to base it on an average you might have a massive kitchen exactly and then suddenly you're um budget it has increased so you've got to be mindful of that and it is important if you want your builder to accurately quote when you go to the next phase which is the tender phase the detail needs to be it has to be there or you're going to have some little surprises when it comes to construction and blow your budget so you just alluded to number four which is the tender phase so as helen just said that's handing over the drawings to a few builders. Yep. Tip here, don't make the mistake and get seven quotes. You'll not only confuse yourself, you'll probably annoy a few builders. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. you know, it's it's it it's a long process for them yeah. to give you an accurate quote. They have to send it out to their subcontractors. It can take them quite a few days yes. to get that back to you. Don't do too many, three, four at the max. I think um, it, you know you're going to, going to going to get a price range. If example, I digress about the tendering phase. If one is quite a few hundred thousand dollars cheaper than the other two, then clearly they've missed something. So that's just a little tip. Um, if they're all, they should. If you've got fully detailed documentation, yeah. they should roughly. There shouldn't be much in it. Of it's course. Basically- 
Of so, course, people have, you know, builders have different trades and different pricing, yeah. but they... Sh- You're comparing with, apples with apples. Exactly. Yeah. And as yeah. we said, if one's a lot higher or a lot lower, question mm. that. So as I said, no more than four yeah. quotes. You if can, you, yeah, when you're getting to this stage where the builders are actually taking the time to give you an accurate, as an accurate quote mm-hmm. as possible, you really need to have everything sorted. Exactly. If you don't, then... It's guesswork. One builder could be allowing a bit more. The other one could be allowing less so that they can get the, the job. They come in cheaper and you go, yes, cheap. Because cheap is not necessarily the yes. best. So you need to cover all all bases. Yes. And just on a, another side note, sorry, Karen, <laughs> <laughs> what I've noticed lately um, with builders is that builders are actually, some builders are actually offering a like a pre-tender yes. um, um, service, I guess, where they will come out and probably back in the other state, maybe in between a little bit, where they will give you a ballpark, Which but look at it in a little bit. Well, now you've got further. Yeah, but some are actually offering that. Yes. Whereas once yeah. upon a time they didn't offer that. It was like I'm going to tender, but price the project, and or I'm it. not going to price the project. True. But now they're actually some are actually even including in their packages. Yeah. That yes, free. Tender phase, I guess. Yeah, yes. Um, which is probably a little bit more accurate than just saying a ballpark because mm-hmm. they do put thought into it mm-hmm. and they will charge for it because it's that little bit more detailed but not quite to the extent if they're quoting for a project. Exactly. Sorry, just thought I'd throw that one in. So the last phase we call the implementation phase mm-hmm. and this is where, as we've just said previously, you're getting your quotes from three to four builders. Mm-hmm. You need to do your due diligence. Be meeting with them, show them your drawings, your approved drawings, but do your due diligence. Don't just take a recommendation. Uh, there's ways that you can check on builders online. It's quite yeah. easy to do. And in this phase, this I guess this is where it all comes to life. So um it's the exciting phase. It it's is, a bit yeah. of a lead up to this. So what but, else happens in this stage? Well, Dylan? the reason you would do your due diligence is the last thing you want is to end up in court litigation. with your litigation exactly. case. And it does happen. Yes. Um, and you might have had a wonderful relationship with your builder throughout the whole process. But if you don't really fully understand you know, what they're doing and and why would you unless you're in that industry, there's things that are unseen in the building Mm-hmm. Um, during right. construction that, you know, that can really impact the um, outcome the outcome of your exactly. build. We've got um, a lovely lady across the road who basically was preoccupied during the time of, with, you know, her sick husband at the time it was con- the building was being constructed and all sorts of plumbing issues, um, not, not, um, sealing things properly, but why did this in happen? The wrong place because the reason, she didn't, exactly yeah. the reason she didn't do her due diligence and she didn't assess the builder as being capable of building her big waterfront luxury home. He was a builder that was clearly only competent in small works. Yeah, so yeah. he he said and she believed so. She should have done further research, and yeah. in, in the end, it's cost her. So yeah. anyway, we move on. But this this phase it does often get overlooked it does it really does because people take the word of friends or family and then say this builder's great but exactly what Karen said they might have been great for that project but they're not necessarily right for your project exactly and it's important to get along with your builder as well and have that line of communication 
Ask open. the questions. There's lots of questions. You yeah, can... yeah, yeah. And meet them. Just yes, check out their work. Go to site. Have a look at how they function. Talk to people that have worked with them in the past and what the outcome was. But more importantly, there are checks yes. that you can do. We'll talk um, about that in another. But it's yeah, we've, yeah, we've got that. We've got a course that covers all that. But yes. there are checks that you can do. Um, also, we, during that implementation phase. It's a good idea to carry out little milestone checks throughout mm -hmm. the construction just mm -hmm. to let them know that you're onto, you yes. know, you're, you're interested, aware. You're, you're, aware. you're aware of what's going on. And like Karen said, if you ask questions during that phase and they have to answer and they can't answer a question, then might be the time to sort of look into it a little bit further and make sure exactly. maybe get a professional to come out and check out what, they yes. were a bit vague on. Exactly. Um, might cost you a little bit at the time, but it's going to be worth it in the end. And then after the building is constructed, the builder may have to come back to make a few minor checks now, phase. just rectifying the minor yes. imperfections. Exactly. Or little details that do come up. It is a construction site. Things get bumped, knocked, whatever, scratched or what have you. Yes. But they'll come through, make sure that your builder does do um, or is willing to come back and make those. And, oh, and they, have to, those they have to. They have to. A good yes. builder has has to do that. So. They have to. Yeah. So in summary, the phases are just let's highlight those again, Helen. So, so number one, inception phase. Number two, the conception phase. Number three, documentation phase. Number four, tender phase. And five, implementation, implementation. and the moving in <laughs> phase. So that's it. If you follow those to the letter, you will have a much well, smoother yeah. running project. You'll be more aware of what's going on. Uh, we have a download for this, so that'll be in the show notes. Yep. So check that out. And yep. thanks for joining us today on this Friday afternoon. Yes. We and will be back next time we with will. more building and design information. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Two Gins in Design podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and insights on the world of design and construction. We look forward to our next episode with more design inspiration, tips from the experts and a behind-the-scenes look at our latest projects. If you want more design information or simply want to check out our portfolio of projects, visit our website at mcraeandlynch.com.au and our Instagram, McRae and Lynch Designs. And feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels if you have any comments, questions, or even topics you'd like us to discuss. And please, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Thanks again for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to share it with your friends and family. We look forward to catching up with you on our next episode. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers.